Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. thing I have found in making this podcast is that with each new episode, not only do I learn something about the great man and his music that I enjoy sharing with you, um, but I also find new love for certain songs and albums. Um, Let's be honest, we as Gary Newman fans will pretty much find something we really like with anything he's recorded over the years, even in his self-proclaimed creative low period of the late 80s and early 90s. And one such album was 1988's Metal Rhythm. Um, I'll be honest, this is an album I've generally... um, Um, not listened to as much compared to others over the years. It's a bit of a Marmite album when looking at your comments, which I'll get to later. But even with this album, uh, I listened to it back before working on this episode and no, sure, it's no pleasure principle, it's no splinter, but I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. So for this episode, we'll focus on the Metal Rhythm album and in particular, its lead single, New Anger. Released in 1988, uh, Gary Newman's previous three studio albums had been released on his own record label, Numa Records. However, the disappointing sales of these albums led to Gary closing down the label and signing a recording contract with IRS Records, founded by Miles Copeland, the brother of Stuart of The Police. Most of the album had actually been recorded before Newman signed with the label. Uh, IRS therefore didn't have much opportunity to make changes to the material, but the label was still able to uh, exert some heavy influence on the album's release plans. Gary had actually wanted to call the album Cold Metal Rhythm after its song of the same name, but IRS believed that the shortened title sounded less negative and more commercial. Metal Rhythm saw Gary attempt to become more commercial with his sound as he attempted to get back into the charts and and remember, this is still less than a decade since our friends Electric and Cars. And so like his most recent albums at the time, Gary continued to heavily use female backing vocals as well as the uh, futuristic funk that he'd become enamoured with. Um, but for this album, he used a bit more programmed beats and rock power chords and solos, which gave the album a somewhat edgier mood. It's quite aggressive in places, but it's also quite poppy and radio friendly. Not that radio went anywhere near it, of course. Um, some of it may sound dangerous, 
complicated and cheesy today, particularly the single America, for instance. But let's not forget, I'd argue that uh, the period of, say, 1988 to 92 was generally speaking a bit of a dire music in terms of um, mainstream pop music in general you know while there was a lot of great stuff to come from that period you know grunge etc um, the stuff that was doing the business over here in the charts at least with the stock Aitken and Waterman pop and the high energy uh, rave dance music most of which hasn't really exactly stood the test of time in my opinion so it must have been quite a strange time for many artists trying to stay relevant and particularly artists like Gary who were chasing success at the time it took another 10 to 15 years before he finally found his rhythm and ironically it was more on the metal end of the spectrum so on the liner notes of the album's 1999 re-release Steve Malins wrote that like Trent Reznor's Nine Inch Nails debut the persona projected on metal rhythm is restless emotionally unstable scathing about human frailties and flaws self-loathing about his own the tracks This Is Emotion and Devious and New Anger sees Gary lash out at the emotional desolation and manipulative personalities that he had encountered throughout his career. And the track Respect is rumoured to be about Newman's falling out with Ho Hokum, uh, a band signed to Numa Records and his support act during the 1984 Berserker tour. Gary said of New Anger... Uh, New Anger is pretty heavy, a nasty track which summed up the way I felt at the time. I must admit that one of my reasons for wanting to get back into the charts was revenge. I wanted to get back at everyone who had put the knife in. In fact, the Metal Rhythm album is one of the most aggressive of my career. I poured out my nerves and frustration into my music, making it very psyched up, raw and uncompromising. And the overall sound of the album is a strange yet highly listenable hodgepodge of, say, funk and rock and electronica. It sounds like something that would fit on the soundtrack to a late 80s sci-fi film like A Lost Bill and Ted or something. Um, there's parts that sound like souped up scritty polity, like This Is Emotion. the very unsounding Gary Newman on songs like Respect. It's more like something Robert Palmer would have done. You want to know, and tell our poor you the faces, but I will in time, but I'm still curious, yes I'm young, and I'm a backbone between you, but you think you'll make a hero 
But then there's echoes of what was to come, real gems that still sound really great, like Voice. Um, this would have fitted right at home on Exile or Pure, particularly the 1998 version. And I'll definitely tackle this track properly in the future, along with others. So according to liner notes, at least, New Anger featured Gary on vocals, keyboards and drum programming, as well as Keith Beauvais on guitar, Ian Heron on percussion, Mike Smith on keyboards, Tessa Niles on backing vocals, Andy Coughlin on bass, Dick Morrissey on saxophone, Peter Haycock on guitar and slide guitar, Russell Bell on guitar, Martin Elias on bass and Chris Payne on violin. It was recorded at Black Barn Studios, Studio House, The Factory, Rock City Sound Studios uh, and engineered by Ted Miller, Ray Hedges, Tim Summerhays and assisted by Julie Gibson, mixed at Pops Farm by Nick Smith and Ben Fenner and assisted by Robin Black. Um, New Ango is one of the more catchy songs on the album, full of uh, heavy program beats and Gary sounding like 80s Bowie while backed by Tessa Niles on vocals. It sums up this era of Gary's music. Um, for better or worse, uh, while it's clearly not his best work necessarily, you can see why they chose it as the lead single. But you could argue that the two singles, uh, This and America, were perhaps two of the not so great songs on the album. I reckon there was far more better choices. Um, the seven inch release had the track I Don't Believe as the B-side. The uh, 12 inch also had the track Children added to it. While the CD also had Creatures. Rhythm was released in September 1988 and although it did have some positive reviews in the UK music press it did sell poorly. Uh, the album charted at number 48 while New Anger charted at number 46. Gary later said about this era. IRS expected things to go well from the start but I don't think they truly grasped how deep the radio resistance to me actually was. When the first single New Anger was chosen for the label not me I remember a somewhat overweight senior figure at the label dancing around his office. It was a little embarrassing, but I was impressed with his enthusiasm. He was full of praise and talked about what a huge hit it was going to be. 
It felt great to be listening to that kind of positivity at last. When it only reached number 46 in the chart, he was a very different man. He said I'd chosen the wrong single, even though I hadn't chosen it, and that he was never keen on that song at all. He flatly denied to my face that he had chosen your anger. It was pathetic and my heart sank. This was the worst kind of record company bullshit and these were the people I thought were going to make a difference. Then they said that the word cold had negative connotations and would need to be removed. So the album was titled Metal Rhythm. It seemed a petty, inconsequential change but I was keen to be as agreeable as possible and so made very little fuss. And for its American release, and against Gary's wishes, the record label did some very bizarre uh, decisions. It changed the album's title to New Anger, and but also changed the artwork colour shade from black to blue and then remixed several of its tracks, and even replaced two tracks, uh, Hunger and Young Heart, with tracks originally recorded uh, for the sixth studio album, Berserker, in 1984. Um, he supported the Metal Rhythm album with an 18-date UK live tour from September to October in 1988, from which the live album The Skin Mechanic was released in 1989 uh, that was taken from two shows at the Dominion Theatre in London in September 88 uh, Skin Mechanic uh, charted itself at number 55 in the UK and was followed by a 1990 video release of the tour so I'd say Metal Rhythm um, feels like something of a missed opportunity really it reeks of a perfect example of what Gary himself has described as record company bullshit supreme um, IRS Copeland and the rest probably got far too involved at the time made silly decisions didn't let Gary take control over his music and thus the, the wrong single was released. Um, it wasn't marketed properly and the album was another failure, which is a shame because of this fallow period, it holds up pretty well. And if there were different attitudes at the time, it could have been better received um, and he might not have gone down the machine and soul route. But we must remember he had to go through all that to get to where he is now. So maybe we should thank Miles Copeland. So looking at your comments on uh, Facebook, Jay Smith said it's a solid album, very much of its time, but given the paucity of the previous two years, uh, Strange Charm was a concern with its lack of material, followed by nothing at all for the following year in terms of a new album. Uh, Metal Rhythm was a decent enough statement of intent, even if it was a false dawn. It's got a few great tracks on it, a cohesive sound, contemporary at the time, and uh, he seemed to have the taste for it again. Fantastic tour too. Uh, Anthony Faulkner was very honest. He said, uh, just my opinion, of course, but I think Metal Rhythm is the weakest album of the so-called difficult middle years. I didn't like anything on it. Uh, the song constructs are dull, repetitive and contrived. The lyrics are lazy and forgettable. The lead single is a blatant Robert Palmer redo. Respect to the fans that like it. I just wish I could listen with your ears because I don't hear anything in the way that you do. Uh, Graham Donaldson said, For me, it's one of Newman's best albums, even though I'm generally not a huge fan of the Prince-influenced funky direction. I thought Strange Charm was clearly uninspired and felt like a cobbled-together collection of leftover tracks rather than a cohesive album whereas Metal Rhythm was a dynamic return to form every track is top notch the album vibe was consistent and dynamic and Ian Charles said Metal Rhythm is the best of Gary's albums in the Fury to Machine and Soul famine period uh, Voice in particular is a banging track still played live occasionally I was in the States when it was released and grabbed the US New Anger version with some strange additional tracks as we mentioned earlier of the 12 inch gatefold sleeve New Anger vinyl very well presented and a catchy tune I thought his fortunes were reviving at this point, but that was delayed until sacrifice. And on Twitter, Paul Hunson said, uh, I brought Metal Rhythm from HMV Oxford Street the day it came out. This is a motion and voice have always been my favourites. I don't think any track on the album would have fared any better than New Anger in the charts, a reflection on his career at the time.
time. Uh, the Ivy Bridge Bantam said, uh, although Gary loathes this period, I like it. It is of its time and there are some strong tunes on here. Voice, metal rhythm and Don't Call My Name are my faves. Uh, Tubeway6868 said, great album at the time, great tour, went a few times, the Astoria in London, awesome image and I think I wore my metal rhythm t-shirt for years until it either fell apart or got too small for me. Great intro to the tour uh, for, uh, with using survival with a silhouette of Gary throwing shapes. Good times. Richard Verico said, best of the mid-years album by a mile, although the first tour that Gary Newman played smaller standing venues, so easier to get up close to our hero. So that is it for this episode of Electric Friends. Thanks so much for listening and for all your comments. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm all at Newman Podcast on those. I'm even on threads, so let's see how that goes, shall we? Um, Thank you for all your lovely comments about the show. Uh, I'm always up for reading them on the show as well. I had a great one from Andy Brown the other day. He said, uh, love your podcast, no outrageous opinions, just full on facts and loads of info and stuff I never knew. You're a credit to Newman and his fan base. So thanks so much for that, Andy. So please do get in touch. Um, You can review the show as well um, on the podcast platform of your choice, which makes a huge difference. So please do that. Um, Or you can email me at newmanpodcast at gmail.com for any reason you'd like or to recommend future episodes. Or head over to newmanpodcast.com for all past episodes it's available wherever you normally get them uh, which i'm guessing you already have as you're here already so for now stay safe and i'll see you next time electric friends a gary newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer pioneer